Earn, Spend, Live presents Eavesdropping. Real women, real talk. Hey guys, I'm Christine. Today I'm here with Melanie Clayton. She's our HR manager here at Anuvo, and we're going to talk about the do's and don'ts of the job search. So, how important is it to go to a job fair in college? I think it's very um, important to go to a job fair when you're in college, even when you're a freshman. It gives you experience kind of doing little mini interviews. Um, you're also getting to begin building a network. Um, you're, you're finding out what companies are in your area, what companies are looking for as far as skill-wise. Um, so it's very important no matter what year you are. Don't wait till your senior year. I actually never went to a job fair. Well, you should have. I know I should have. I think it's one of those things you don't realize how important it is until you're already in the workforce. Right. And then you're like, dang, I should have gone to job fairs. Why didn't I do it's that? It's great for interview practice. I mean, just to go and just shaking hands with each yeah. person you walk up to. You know, um, I meet students all the time that are really young and they come to these job fairs and they're, they're very meek. And then, you know, I'll see them their senior year, you know, mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's amazing how they've changed with confidence and um, because you can tell they've gone to these things and they know who your company is. And what you want to do when you're a freshman may change, or what company you want to work for when you're a freshman may change by the time you're mm -hmm. a senior. Um, you may have a, you may see something at that job fair with that company. Um, if that company's sitting behind a table and not making eye contact with you either, is that a place you want to go work for? Mm -hmm. um, is this company energetic about me? Um, I think those are things that you need to kind of test the waters with. So how many people do you think that you've hired from job fairs in the past? Oh, it's too many to count for sure. So a lot. Um, but I can say that, you know, I've, I've got coworkers um, now that um, were some, some of my favorite coworkers I met at a job fair. Um, some, sometimes I've hired uh, students um, for internships and, you know, years later I see they're a leader somewhere. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's great that they're, um, you can tell the ambitious ones, mm -hmm. you know, at those job fairs. Where do you post job listings and do you think there's like a certain platform that attracts the best candidates? I think so. Um, for, typically I'll post them on our Anuva website and we've got it we've got it rigged to where it will automatically go out to all the free job boards. Um, one very good job, free job board is indeed.com. I think a lot of people use that one. Yeah, I've used that um, one. There's a, they post a lot of jobs out there. Um, there are some, some, some websites that you can pay to post mm -hmm. the jobs. Um, it really depends on how, how hard of a time you're, you're having with finding the right candidate. LinkedIn is a great one if you're going to pay for it. Mm -hmm. It is expensive, but again, it's going to go out to a really large network. Um, and then depending on what kind of skill set you have, if you're, if you're in, uh, into so, you know, developer, software developer, then you know, websites like um, Stack Overflow are great to, to post those jobs because that's where they are. Mm -hmm. They're on Stack Overflow, um, communicating with other developers, and you know, so that's a good place to have that. But for the most part, I think a lot of um, employers use those free job boards. Social media is another great one yeah. on Twitter and Facebook. We use that a lot too. Um, but you know, but there are some out there that you can pay for too. Yeah, yeah. I just wondered, I guess, like from the perspective of someone looking for a job, like mm -hmm. where is it that people are posting them? Where should you go? Where's like? I think if I, I think if I was looking for a job, I would definitely look at LinkedIn um, mm -hmm. because number one, LinkedIn kind of targets jobs based on your profession. They kind of throw them at yeah. you. I don't know if you notice that yeah. or not when you're on there. <laughs> All the time. Um, I'm probably on LinkedIn a little bit more than most people just mm -hmm. because, you know, I do spend time growing my network and making sure I know what's going on out there. Who's, who's, 
you know, uh, people I've worked with in the past, where are they now? What companies are they working for that we can kind of help each other out, uh, especially other people in the HR field. It's nice to have kind of a, a good network there. Do you ever recruit people from LinkedIn? Like, do you seek people out? Absolutely. That, then, I will hunt you down on yeah. LinkedIn. Absolutely. <laughs> so keep that updated, yes. I guess. <laughs> oh, if I have, um, I have lots of friends that will reach out to me, you know, hey, I'm looking, what do I do first? Um, and the very first thing is update your resume mm -hmm. and update your LinkedIn account. Because once you get that resume updated, you need to update that LinkedIn and then utilize it. Utilize mm -hmm. your network. Utilize, um, you can search for jobs on LinkedIn. I hate to sound like a commercial for LinkedIn, but there's other <laughs> ways to do it too. But those are the first two things I would do mm -hmm. if I was going to be on a job hunt. So next we're talking about social media. Well, I guess we already talked about this. The question is, how should a recruiter be able to find you? I think, um, yeah, so if I'm looking for um, a certain skill set, you can search by skills. Mm -hmm. um, so make sure you have the right buzzwords, if you will, on your resume too, because if I'm looking for someone with Google AdWords, mm -hmm. um, I will actually search for that um, and find those resumes that way. Um, you can search by city and state, but then if, you know, if make sure that everything is updated, also make sure you have a picture on your LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes there's uh, people that don't put a picture on there and I don't know, I don't trust that a little bit. Um, so I have had friends that did not want, thought, I don't want to put a picture on there. And I'm like, look, I'm not going to know you're a real person if you don't. Yeah. Okay. So put your picture on there. Um, professional that's picture. the only time I'm ever going to say, put a professional picture on uh, a profile. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is important to know that you're an actual person and do you judge people by their pictures? Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, I'm a big, everyone, um, kind of makes fun of me. I kind of have a rule of thumb when I am, um, if I'm recruiting and I have resumes coming in, um, I don't want to know what they look like. I don't need to know that. Um, the resume should speak for them, mm -hmm. the skill set. Um, I think, and I think we're going to get to that in a minute, yeah. but people who put their picture on their resume, I can't stand that. Um, <laughs> but, 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 on on a, but on a LinkedIn account, you know, if I've got to look at their LinkedIn account, I really don't spend a lot of time on the picture. I really don't. Um, but if, again, but if it's absent, you know, well, like I'm just, what if someone uploaded a selfie, you know, versus an actual like professional picture, like, is that gonna, I think professional picture is, is, is accurate for this, for that, yeah. um, for that, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't want it to be a selfie in your car where you can see the seatbelt and everything. Let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So resumes. Yes. We kind of already started talking about that, but what absolutely has to be on your resume? Um, number one, uh, contact information. You'd be surprised oh with gosh. how many resumes I've gotten where it's just your name, no email address, no phone number. Um, and let's make sure that you're not putting your current employer email on there. Um, make sure it's your personal email address on there. Um, so contact information, absolutely. Um, I want to see the places that you've worked and what you did for those places. And then a snapshot of your skill set. I mean, if it's specific software knowledge, that's what I was talking about with these buzzwords. You need to make sure those are on there. A lot of companies, especially larger companies, they get hundreds of resumes a day. Mm -hmm. They do word searches on these. So make sure you have the right um, wording on your resume, but really I want to see employment history. I want to see, um, skills and a contact information. I really don't, really don't care about, I really don't want to see your picture. It allows companies to be discriminatory, I think. Mm 
Um, and I really don't care if you ride horses on the side or that's your hobby. I don't care about that. I, don't, I do not care. It's very unnecessary. Are you more likely to read the resume that has like bullet points or like paragraph form, like explaining kind of what you did for a company? Would you rather see just like da-da-da or like... I don't think I have a preference. Um, I do not like it when they talk in first person. Um, so I, I think the bullet points are kind of straight to the point, but mm -hmm. then don't leave, don't cut yourself short either. You know, you don't want to not put something mm -hmm. on there because you're trying to keep it short. You know what I mean? But just don't talk in first person. That does, that is probably a little. I didn't even um, know that. <laughs> I don't like that, and I don't know why I don't like that. There's, I, um, I've been like bragging on yourself. Yeah. Well, I've done this a long time, and I guess if you look at as many resumes as I look at, you know, you do want to get, you like them kind of cut and dry. You want to know exactly what, yeah. um, exactly what they've done, mm -hmm. their experience and what they know and their education, obviously, but they can leave hobbies off. You can really leave that part off. Yeah. That's the next question. What should you just leave off? So I guess picture, picture. hobbies. And you know, to be honest, um, uh, you don't even have to put your home address on there. You know, yeah. if you have your, your phone number, the best contact, uh, a method to find you, but you don't necessarily have to put your uh, home address yeah. on there. I actually probably prefer, you know, not to put that on there. Um, and um, no hobbies. Um, I've never even heard of putting that on a resume before. <laughs> I can't believe people do that. Well, I think, you know, resumes have come a long way over yeah. the years, and I think there used to be a way of doing things, and um, now the pictures, you know, putting their picture on there is mm -hmm. for some reason... Um, popular, but um, I think it really, uh, you know, it's not a good idea. Um, what if that, you know, res I mean, your home address, you know, we have to think about our identities. We have to think yeah, about, you true. know, um, you're just sending this resume out to anybody. Mm -hmm. So how, I guess on that note, how personalized should they be? Like as far as, you know, you can use a straightforward template or you can, you know, make it really fancy and snazzy and like whatever. So like, yeah, do you I think pay if, attention to that or do you not? Does I do pay matter? attention. Um, I think if, it, if I am recruiting for a creative person, and Anuvo is a very creative company, we mm -hmm. do hire, uh, we have a creative team. If I am looking for a graphic designer or um, uh, a UI UX developer or someone like that, if they have a fancy resume, that's perfectly fitting. Yeah. But if I'm looking for a developer or a writer, it really, a straightforward template is just fine. Yeah. I don't want to have to look all over the place yeah. to find something. Um, but again, that goes back to me and the amount of resumes that I look at. Mm -hmm. I think if you were applying for a small company that probably doesn't have just resumes pouring in, I think you can get a little personal if you want to, but, um, but again, um, that's what the interview's for. You know, the resume is to show a company your skill set and why you're qualified for this job. That's it. That and that should land you the interview, not your, yeah. what you look like, yeah. you know. And then once you're in there interviewing, that's where you sell yourself, mm -hmm. the kind of person that you are, the kind of that's where they should find a little bit of who you are in that interview, you know, where you come from and, you know, your work ethic. That's where that comes out. But if that resume doesn't clearly define that you're qualified for that job, you're not going to get that interview. Yeah. Don't feel like you've got to put it all out there on the page. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay, so last question about resumes is how long should they be? Because I've heard just keep it page maximum, like only one page, or you know, if there's more information, should you go ahead and have like a two-page resume? Or I don't care about how long they are, um, as long as it is fully 
explaining what you've done. Um, I think back in back a decade ago or even longer, <laughs> they wanted it one page because everyone printed them, mm -hmm. or you had them printed to hand to somebody. Mm -hmm. These days, you email them. You know, so it's not like you're printing them and you have a five-page resume. You're looking at it on your computer. It doesn't matter how long they are anymore. Just, okay. just, but don't go on and on and on right. about um, a position that you had that, you know, just trying to um, beef it up yeah. for no reason. But as long as it clearly um, explains what you've been doing, I don't care how long it is. Oh, and I just thought of one other question mm -hmm. about the things you should leave off. Do you put your high school... Sure. On there? If you and want like stuff to. you did in high school or like at what point would you stop um, putting high school on there? I think, um, well, for one, for one thing, don't put the year you graduated from high school because, again, that allows a company to be discriminatory yeah. based on your age. And I think it's important to put your high school on there, um, but if you've obviously gone to a very prestigious college and you've got mm -hmm. a Ph.D. or a master's, I, I know that you went to high school. Yeah. Um, I think that most HR managers know um, that if they're a younger um, um, professional, that um, what they did in high school still is very um, important to, yeah. to show, um, especially if you were, you know, uh, valedictorian or whatever, yeah. you know, if you've had some um, um, pretty high awards, I would show that. But I think an HR manager would know, okay, well, they, they've been out of college a few years. They're still wanting to, to show this, and that's fine. Now, if, you know, someone like me is putting stuff on there, you know, it's probably not um, as fitting. Yeah. But it's fine. Go ahead. Um, but um, I'd rather see more of what you've done professionally yeah. um, working than all the activities you were in um, in high school or college. Um, but, yeah, the employment history is probably the most important to me. Yeah. But that would also depend on what I was hiring them for. If I'm, I'm hiring somebody who... Uh, a writer, for instance, right. and they did all of this stuff in school, or a photographer, they were on the journalism club and they did their yearbook. Mm -hmm. All the pictures were in the yearbook and everything. That's important. Yeah. Um, so I think that would just depend. By the way, if you're overwhelmed about all this information about resumes, we have two templates available on the site right now that we have Melanie review and make sure that they were up to her standards. So you can get the link in the description if you're interested in those. Okay, cover letter or no? I think a cover letter is going to depend. Um, again, I you know I look at a lot of resumes. I mm -hmm. don't always read a cover letter. Yeah. Um, I will if uh, if you have some like if you need to explain something. Mm -hmm. All of your work history is we're in Arkansas. All of your work history is in Texas, and I'm wondering, well, is this person living here? So the cover letter sometimes can explain those things. Okay. Hey, I'll be re I'm from Arkansas, relocating there. So I would read a. I would go to a cover letter if I had a question on the resume, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, I don't require a cover letter. Um, I do think that they need to be, if you're going to put a cover letter out there, be very specific to that company. Yeah. Do not have just a generic uh, cover letter just to have one. Mm -hmm. um, we can kind of see through that. Um, but, but if you need to explain something, relocation, anything like that, um, definitely put one, but I do not need to have one. Not my. Yeah, I think that was the other question. Is can you tell if it's copy and pasted, and like, do you care if it's tailored to your company? But yeah. So, well, I um, yeah, I can tell if it's copied and pasted. Um, if you're going to write a cover letter, <laughs> make it tailored. Right. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. So definitely. Um, 
But if you read, but a, a lot of companies, especially big companies, they don't always read the cover letters because they're going through lots and right. lots of resumes. Um, but a smaller company, if it's a small, like let's say it's family-owned company or very small, I would definitely put a cover letter on there, yeah. kind of an introduction, if you will. But again, don't get too personal on those either. You know, we don't need to know. Right. Is it, I mean, a cover letter is more for like why you specifically want to work for this company. Like why right. you think them specifically, like not just your own like right. accomplishments. So I but, guess if you feel yeah. the need to do that, then. Yeah. But remember, your your resume needs to, your resume really needs to sell your skill, your, your, yeah. you as professionally. Um, the interview is for yeah uh, that um, for talking and uh, getting to know you. So if you're going to do a cover letter, keep it short and sweet. Um, but again, yeah, um, I know a lot of companies used to require. I don't think yeah. as many do these days. Um, I don't. So. And salary negotiation. So mm -hmm. when is the appropriate time to ask about that, or would you wait for them to ask you? I think um, so. Obviously, you need to understand what the salary will at least arrange is before you um, get further into the interview process. Um, as a rule of thumb for me, I do, um, before I bring a person in to interview with our leaders, I'll ask them what their range is, what, mm -hmm. what we would need to stay in uh, the range for them. Um, it needs to be very clear before everyone kind of wastes some time. Um, I definitely think that um, if it's, if you're getting late into the inter if you've interviewed a few times, yeah. I definitely if the company hasn't brought it up, I think you should the uh, candidate definitely should bring it up. Yeah, because I think I mean I probably wouldn't feel comfortable bringing it up until they were like offering me the job. Mm -hmm. But is that like too late? Like no. Um, so as far as negotiate, as far as wondering what the salary is for the position, yeah. that is at, I would say. I would ask the question, do you have an idea of what your, the range that you'll be paying for this position? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with asking that question. Um, I do appreciate an employee who knows what they want yeah. and knows their worth. Um, so I would definitely ask that question. Um, if they bring it up to you, be honest. If they say, well, we're looking to pay this range, mm -hmm. and if it's quite lower than what you're expecting, you, you need to tell them, mm -hmm. you know, well, you know, my range is a little higher than that, um, you know, and then you can say, but, you know, if you feel like you can go higher, I'd be glad to interview or I'd be glad to continue with the interviewing process. Um, I wouldn't tell them, I wouldn't make it sound like you're done yeah. um, unless it is really low. Um, but, um, you know, here's the deal. If, if you and if they give you the salary, here's what you know. We'd like to offer you this much money. You can ask for more. What are they gonna, yeah. All they're going to say is no. Yeah. And then, but do it professionally. Mm -hmm. Know what that position pays for your area. Don't be unrealistic. Okay. Um, if you just moved here from New York and you're interviewing yeah. for a position and you think you're going to get that salary, you're not. Mm -hmm. And so you need to understand what the area is, what that going rate is. Um, but there is a professional way to say, it, do we have room? Do we have room yeah. to go higher? And they will say, well, what would you, what, what is your expectation? Where are you, where's your head at? You know, and then you kind of begin that conversation, but be professional about it mm -hmm. because there's nothing worse than accepting a position at a lower salary than you have been making, or mm -hmm. you may be happy to get that new job, but six months in, you're when you're not able to pay your bills and you, you, you don't have that salary that you used to have, you're going to start 
not being happy at that company anymore. And, you know, yeah. when we hire people, I want to hire them excited. Mm-hmm. I want to hire them excited. I want them to feel like this is a, this is a move up for them, a move forward for them. Um, so you don't want to, you don't want to lowball an employee and then have an unhappy employee later. It's not, it's not good sense, not good sense at all. So if, if the question is open-ended to the, the person being interviewed, just like, what kind of salary are you looking for? Like without giving any sort Absolutely. of context, like how do you... How does the phrase, applicant ask? How do you, yeah, how do you phrase that answer? Because I know I've been asked that and I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Something that I typically ask is, you know, what, what salary range will we need to stay in for you? Yeah. And then you need to That's tell me what the range is. question. Well, you got to know what it is. Yeah. Do your research. Get online. Know, you know, hey, in Little Rock, this is what my, my going so rate is. So you should is. be, I guess, prepared for that question. Prepared for then. that question. Absolutely. Be prepared for that question. Um, but some companies may say, well, this is what we're going to offer. Right. And it's kind of cut and dry. Because there, there are some positions where I know exactly what the range is. Yeah. You know? Most companies do a lot of benchmarking to understand what the salary ranges are for their employees. Um, I know I spent a lot of time doing that and, um, you know, we want to be very fair, but then there's sometimes where we can't see eye to eye and that's okay. You know, um, if that, if that candidate is expecting so much more and I know, no, well, no, I'm sorry. This is what our range is going to be. Then no other people's time is wasted. We didn't bring them in for interview and we didn't go through all of that Mm -hmm. to get to the end to say, here's what we're paying them to say no. Yeah. Um, you should get a good understanding of that in the very beginning. Um, now, with that said, don't email your resume to a company and say, what are, you, what are you paying for this? Right. You know, you can ease into that in very early conversations. But yeah. mainly if I was a candidate and I was um, interviewing or even talking about the position, a lot of times you'll talk about the role a little bit before you even come in. Yeah. And if you have those conversations, I would just say, you know, what, what do you guys have in mind for the salary for this? Just ask it. And then you go from there. Mm-hmm. But don't be afraid to. Yeah. Um, I know. think it's one of those things that women are typically shy away from is talking about money. It's like a hard, we feel like shy about it for some reason. Yeah. Well, you know what? Practice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, practice because all uh, your boss is going to say is no. They're yeah. not going to say, well, you're fired for asking for a raise. Yeah. And guess what? You might get one. <laughs> so practice, but be professional, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think I've said this before, or I've written in an article or something, but you know, there's a time and a place to ask for it. Not every time you see your boss in the kitchen getting a cup of coffee, yeah. okay? But if you haven't had a raise in a while, write that down. You know, come prepared for that conversation. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a raise in this long a time. I've been doing this. I've been doing, you know, but bring to the table, you know, what you've been doing and why you deserve that raise. Um, don't just say, well, I've had a raise in a while, you know, but bring to the table why you need it. Um, but again, don't do it every month. Yeah. Or you know what I mean. So, um, but all they're going to say is no, or we can't right now. Yeah. And you have to be able to accept that gracefully and mm-hmm. move on. Or you know, if it's it's unfair, you look you know you look for another job. Yeah. So, you know, but you've got to you got to get confident to have those conversations because you're selling yourself short if you don't. And yeah. I and I and I think a lot of women. You're right. I think a lot of women um, haven't done that. Um, so. We expect it all to just be fair, mm-hmm. like. We expect to be offered what we are worth, and we yeah. expect to be recognized whenever we are doing good work. And so, yeah, it's hard yeah. for us to want to, you know, be our own advocate. But I think when I was younger, I was the same way. Um, I remember thinking, 
well, if I'm doing a good job, my boss is going to give yeah. me a bonus or my boss is going to give me a raise and or she will give me a raise and she'll notice them because she tells me all, or he tells yeah. me all the time I'm doing great. Well, eventually they'll give it to me. Well, I learned they don't. Yeah. You know, well, as squeak- long as they can get away with paying you what they're paying you, why would they pay you anymore? Like- Absolutely. Squeaky wheel gets the oil. Yep. I will tell everybody this every time. Um, we don't know what you want until you bring it up. Yeah. And sometimes even companies where you have several, a lot of employees, we don't know if there's one particular person sometimes that's dealing with something that, you know, so, so making a, you know, mm-hmm. call you, hey, do you have a few minutes to talk? Um, I'd like to, and, and even give them a heads up. Hey, I'd like to talk to you about my salary. Do you have time? So they know what you're coming in for. Yeah. And you've already put it out there. So they're prepared and you don't have to come in and ease into it. Yeah. Um, but once you've done it a few times and you've had a bad answer and you've had a good answer, you'll get used to doing it. But practice, you mm-hmm. know, um, same thing with interviewing, you know, doing mock interviews at job fairs or, you know, just doing them with friends and and, and, and trying to... And, and, and it's good to have a mentor at work too, you know, someone to go up to and say, I need some advice. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to do this. Um, can you can you give me some tips on how I should have this conversation? HR is a great. I mean, I hate to sell my position <laughs> I am or anything, but HR is a great uh, wall to bounce that stuff off yeah. of. Um, they they most people in, in in HR they've had those conversations themselves, and they know what you know how, a good way to do it and a bad way to do it. Yeah. Um, so they're a good person to kind of go to for that too. Um, but always, you know, don't be afraid to have those conversations. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess back to the, like, salary negotiation on the front end, though. Um, is it appropriate to discuss your, like, current or previous salary with them? Like, if they ask, do you have to answer? Or is it something, if you wanted to bring it up, like, well, I was paid this much and I want more than that right. or at least that or, you know. I think that, um, number one, most companies aren't asking you what your, what your last company paid mm-hmm. you or what you're making now. Sometimes they do. Yeah. Um, I typically ask, what range do I need to stay in okay. for you to leave where you are now? Okay. They uh, Sometimes people will offer up, well, I'm at this now. And that's fine. It's good to have an understanding of what they are now. It's, I think it's what you choose to say, um, you know, what you feel comfortable doing. Um, most of the time when people leave a company, they feel they're being underpaid. So, you know, you don't necessarily have to say what you're getting paid now. Right. Um, but then again, some companies may call and do reference checking and they may ask. I don't know if some companies give that out anymore, but um, so I think... You definitely can tell the people who aren't are uncomfortable having that conversation because they will just come out and it's just like a mm-hmm. they're just you know <laughs> uh, telling you all kinds of stuff. But you know, just like I said, do your homework. Know what that position pays for, um, and know what your range is. Yeah. Um, but then also, you know, if you're if you're at a um, a company now and you've not had um, a raise in five years and you know you deserve yeah. something. It's okay to, again, know what your range is. It's yeah. okay to ask for more than that. Um, I, again, um, I do not ask, what are you currently making? Okay. I don't ask that question. I know a lot of, like, um, applications will ask you that. Like, not even the, the person interviewing you, mm-hmm. but they'll just make you What's put your current it in the salary? application. Yeah, which I guess you don't necessarily have to. I just You don't have to. Yeah. But if you want to be very clear in the front end, go ahead. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Again, just don't say yourself short and don't be um, unrealistic. Mm-hmm. You know. Good advice. Yeah. <laughs>
Okay guys, hopefully we covered all the basics of the job hunt today, but if you have any more questions, email us at hit us up at earnspinlive.com or tweet us with the hashtag just eavesdropping and we'll get the answer from Melanie. <laughs> but we're definitely going to have more interviews with her in the future. Yay!